0: Bridge Toll, California. Customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon. Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What a engagement How long gift? before a wedding should I send How many out save games the, dates? Are in the first series of the IMAP NBA to play check email find on best other best email response. clients. Identify best fonts from where to find you four best Hi, and Welcome and to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk about domain cannibalization. Joining us is Andrew Shotland, who is the CEO and an SEO consultant at Local SEO Guide, which is an SEO consulting firm for enterprise brands, unicorn startups, and beyond. LSG helps clients discover new revenue opportunities, expand into new markets, and launch products that build business units and more with data-backed SEO strategies mapped directly to the desired business outcomes. And today, Andrew and I are going to talk about WTF is multi-domain cannibalization. this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Dot com slash awt. All right. Here is the first part of my conversation with Andrew Shotland, the CEO and an SEO consultant at Local SEO Guide. Andrew, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you. My voice is happy to be here. I am excited to have your voice here too. And I'm excited that we are starting with an acronym for our title. That is a swear word. WTF. What the poop is multi-domain cannibalization? I think we probably should start off with a, uh, with a definition. Give me your definition of multi-domain cannibalization and why are we swearing at it?
1: So there are a number of businesses that own multiple websites. And we've worked with many of these types of companies over the years. And one of the things we noticed is that a lot of companies trying to exploit search in Google in particular will launch multiple sites trying to rank for similar things. The canonical example for us is we've worked with at some point we've probably worked with like every yellow pages company on the planet at one point or another and these companies are just lists of businesses with categories like restaurants in Houston that kind of thing. And these sites tend to like repurpose their data over and over again in different with different domains. So maybe they have one site called CoolYellowPages.com. And the next one will be like local business CoolLocalBusinesses.com. And it'll be basically the same sites.
0: HoustonRestaurants.com.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, or maybe they've just acquired a competitor or something like that. And they're trying to keep the sites all going. And what we noticed is there often was a relationship in the Google traffic that these sites were getting, meaning one might go up and the other one might go down. Right? Kind of around the same time. Or they all three go down at the same time? That kind of thing. And so we noticed this across a wide variety of clients, this kind of behavior. And so we started to develop processes to figure out, well, how do we know if one of these is hurting the other in Google's eyes? Or at least we'll never really know. We just can kind of build a theory and build a case that it seems like that's what's going on. So that's what multi-domain cannibalization is at a kind of high level. And... It's the kind of thing that I think most businesses don't really think about because they're just like, oh, this website ranks. I'm going to buy it, and oh, I've got another one I built, and it ranks, and we're we're getting a lot of traffic on all of them, and and I don't think they necessarily think there's a that Google is connecting the dots between the two and creating uh,
0: different patterns. So I've got another podcast. It's called the Martech Podcast, and uh, there's MartechPod.com, and then we also have a piece of content that is what is MarTech and the what is MarTech piece of content outranks our homepage for the keywords MarTech. So this seems like a similar problem to I've got multiple pieces of content that are competing with each other within the same domain. How is it different when you've got multiple different domains that are competing for keywords? Is the strategies for dealing with them similar, you got to prioritize or refocus one piece of content. Uh, What do you do when you have a multiple domain cannibalization problem?
1: Well, first of all, you could try to use it strategically. So some sites try to get one direct number one and the other direct number two, and then it kind of owns the top results,
0: right? You're boxing out your your real competition for the keyword.
1: Right, right. So when that works, like that's the best kind of, you're like, Ooh, I'm so smart. And, um, but... Often, when you start to see downward trends in your Google traffic, that's when you have to start to consider like, is my smart strategy now maybe not as smart as it used to be? Or is Google treating us differently? And often, we often see it with these local business directories, which have the same set of listings. It's the same thousand lawyers on each site or the same thousand plumbers. And often they're hosted. In the exact same, from the exact same IP address. And often they use the exact same code base. So the pages themselves, not only does that, they might be like one might be yellow and one might be red, like mm-hmm. as design. And one uses Arial and one uses um, Courier, let's say, as the font. Just anything but Comic Sans. Yeah. And Papyrus. And so, uh, but Google, as the machine it is, looks at everything going on with these two pages and these two sites and says, these these things are 99% the same. And starts to realize there must be some algorithm that takes this into account and starts to say, you know what, either one of these things doesn't deserve to rank or both of these things are spamming us. And so we're going to kind of push them down because we don't trust them.
0: So what's a more likely scenario? I kind of understand that You got a subset of content and you've got similar domains that are publishing it. So my guess is Google would look at it and say, okay, for domain one, you're going to get credit for keywords A, B, and C or content A, B, and C. And for domain two, you're going to get X, Y, and Z. And you're basically bifurcating what is considered unique content for each site. So you're basically only getting half credit for one site That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. You mentioned that Google might just say, Hey, look, both of these sites are too similar. I'm just going to put a bullet in both of them. How do you figure out whether you're running into a duplicate content issue or a duplicate domain issue? So
1: I don't know if this answers your question, but the way we would approach this stuff, first you have to kind of try to figure out what's going on. And so... You need a way to put all of the, the domains into a single report so you can do analysis. So, you're probably familiar with Google Search Console or Google Analytics, and you can basically. I've heard of them. Yeah, you've heard of them. Yeah. And you, so, you could just look at one domain in the view, right? And so, we've built a system that essentially allows us to import that kind of data for multiple domains and lay them over each other. So, now we can start to, Let's just use like blog posts as the example. So, hey, domain one, our, we're losing traffic. We're losing clicks to our blog pages. What's going on? Well, we can now lay all the blog posts from every domain we own in one graph and start to go, okay, is it is, is there any pattern? Either they're moving in sync or they're actually moving in opposite directions. right? And then if we see that between two or more domains, we can start to dig into that and go, okay, why do we think they're moving in sync? Or why do we think they're moving in opposite directions? So you're not necessarily getting... You may be getting half, let's say, credit for each domain, or you may be getting zero credit for both. You may be getting double credit, right? There's no one-size-fits-all for all this stuff. It's just looking at where does the data lead you? And so you need to have a way to kind of analyze the data first and then try to diagnose why it's happening.
0: Now, how common of a problem is this for brands? It seems like this is an enterprise brand that's gone through an M&A practice. eBay buys a classified site and all of a sudden they've got duplicate listings or they buy a competitor in a specific vertical and they're using the same content in multiple different sites. I use eBay as an example. I worked there a while ago. But you know these big companies that own lots of properties that have lots of sites. This doesn't seem to be a small startup type of problem,
1: right? If you only have one site, it's not a problem. But uh, you'd be kind of surprised how many businesses own multiple domains, and often actually the most common is not necessarily acquisitional. That's that's definitely happens. It's more like we built these different vertical domains over time, and as they grew, they started overlapping with each other like the topics as an example we work with fandango the movie ticket site well fandango owns rotten tomatoes which surprises a lot of content on movies they own voodoo.com which surprises a lot of content on movies they own movie.com movieticket.com all these movie sites and they just kind of grew them naturally actually they acquired a couple but they they grew them naturally and sooner or later all these sites start to look alike they have half the content on each site is like the same because it's generic right it's just like the movie right yeah here's here's
0: how long the movie is there's only so many it's... descriptions of Batman, actually Top Gun is the example we should use. I'm going to see it on Friday,
1: all right, yeah, so you've got to start to look at that and go how do these do these things are they competing with each other are they is Google anyhow so it's a common it's more common than you think, I guess is what I put it
0: so You take your data, you start comparing your websites together, you get a picture of what's potentially competing with your other brands, or you get a picture of whether the overall industry is doing well. What do you do when everything is down? Are you considering that Google is punishing you as a brand? Is that an industry trend? Is it a problem with your data? How do you start to fight the battle of multi-domain cannibalization?
1: Well, in some of the cases we've worked on lately, what you first do is you look at the estimated rankings through a tool like SEMrush or something, or Ahrefs. And you look at the estimated competitor rankings and traffic, and you try to see what direction they're going in. And if they're going in the opposite direction or they're flat while you're going down, then there's something going on with your site. and it's even sometimes it's even more in- interesting to look at how your site is performing in google versus in bing because if your traffic is going down on google but not on bing then it's probably something google is doing to you but if your traffic's going down on google and bing at the same time then it's probably something you did to yourself because hmm. you got two search engines telling you hey something's wrong but most times it's Google doing something to you, which always you'd always rather do it to yourself than have Google do it to you because you can fix what you broke, but harder to fix what Google decides is wrong.
0: So tell me, how, you know, what's the takeaway here? When you're building sites, you want to repurpose your infrastructure. You've got data sets that are relatively commonplace. That means you're running the risk of having some cannibalization of your own sites. Is that something you just avoid? Can you use it to your benefit? What's the lesson here?
1: Good question. So the point of this is there are techniques you can use to try to solve this. So, and there, there's no, like I said, no one size fits all. So as an example, we had a, a client that had business listings on multiple websites that were all the same. So the fix for that one was canonicalize all those listings to only to a single domain, the one you want to boost the most. So we took all the listings that are on domain two. And we canonicalized them to the same listing that's on domain one, meaning we told Google in the code, hey, this business on domain two, please give all the SEO attribution to that business on domain one. And essentially that solves the problem because it forces Google to only focus on one domain versus multiple domains. It has a negative effect on domain two, but domain two is already going down, right? And so we basically that technique in this particular case. Stop the bleeding in domain one and started to take it upwards. Because you basically were getting rid of this duplication problem across different sites. And you were also basically sending links to domain number one, as it were. I'll give you another funky example. We were working with a lawyer directory in the US that also had a version in Canada. So .com and .ca. They were using the same backend content management system and data set and... Google, for whatever reason, started showing all the US results on the Canadian domain. And so it didn't think that this page was about Toronto. It thought this page was about Chicago. And I've never seen that happen before. It wasn't like an IP targeting thing where they were targeting Google bot in the US. And so it kept getting US content. It was Google somehow saw these were the same exact sites from the same exact business and just kind of merged everything into one.
0: That's interesting. It seems like that's more of a localization problem than a duplicate domain problem. Why do you consider that to be a multi domain cannibalization, not a like localization, hreflang? Like-, like I
1: said, it wasn't an issue with hreflang. It wasn't an issue with IP targeting. It was an issue with the code base that like Google just saw. Like the best theory we can come up with was Google saw these were the exact same websites, except for like one had pages for toronto and one had pages for chicago and it just merged the two things for for whatever reason i can't this is the challenge with seo sometimes as the doctor i can only tell you you're sick i can't tell you like I can't tell you exactly how you got cancer. I can just tell you, you have cancer.
0: You know, it's one of those things that the more I learn about SEO, the more I realize that getting under the hood, you really have to be creative in not only understanding how to solve the problems, but figuring out what they are. And this is just one more thing that SEOs need to consider when you're working at an enterprise brand. How are your own domains competing with each other? How is Google analyzing them as unique sites? How are they looking at your content? Can you share content across multiple domains? Just one more thing for us SEOs to think about as we're trying to figure out what's dictating our performance. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Andrew Shotland, the CEO and an SEO consultant at Local SEO Guide. Join us again tomorrow when Andrew and I continue our conversation when we talk about his SEO first aid kit. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Andrew, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is localseoguide. Or you can visit his website, which is localseoguide.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions, or your SEO questions. And you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is BenJShap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of...